Colossians chapter 1, verse 24, to chapter 2, verse 5. Paul's labor for the church. Now I rejoice in what I'm suffering for you, and I fill up in my flesh what is still lacking in regard to Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, which is the church. I have become its servant by the commission God gave to me to present to you the word of God in its fullness. The mystery that has been kept hidden for ages and generations, but is now disclosed to the Lord's people. To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. He is the one we proclaim, admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom, so that we may present everyone fully mature in Christ. To this end, I strenuously contend with all the energy Christ so powerfully works in me. I want you to know how hard I'm contending for you and for those at Laodicea and for all who have not met me personally. My goal is that they may be encouraged in heart and united in love, so that they may have the full riches of complete understanding, in order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I tell you this, so that no one may deceive you by fine-sounding arguments. For though I am absent from you in body, I am present with you in spirit and delight to see how disciplined you are and how firm your faith in Christ is. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So, Father, I do pray that you would open our hearts and minds this morning as we look to hear your word and discover something of your mystery today. Amen. Amen. Okay, travel with me for a moment to a treasure island. Okay, maybe you can hear Long John Silver's parrot squawking, pieces of eight, pieces of eight or ho, 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 and a bottle of rum. Um, or perhaps you made a treasure map as a child, or as a family, or as a school project. Just keep that in your mind. Or maybe you've been geocaching, you know, where you go and find the coordinates, and you replace treasure with treasure of your own. Or maybe you just want to sit and escape January for a moment. Well, my family and I, we spent hours as children scouring the Gloucestershire countryside looking for a tiny golden hair that was hidden by the brilliant um, Stroud artist Kit Williams and the clues were hidden in a book called Masquerade. 
So I spent many a chilly Saturday hunting down. Now, the treasure map has got a reason today because we are rooted in this series on Colossians and thanks living. Okay, so we're going to do this by popping this treasure map in our pocket. We'll come back to it in a minute. And I want you to just pop a couple of other things into your pocket too, which uh, will be a, a compass and some gold coins. So if you just want to sit with your treasure map for a minute, gold coins and compass in your pocket, that would be great. Very quick recap on this series on Colossians. Okay, Paul wrote this letter from prison in Rome. We don't know whether this is the first time he was imprisoned in Rome or the second time. If it's the second time, he really was <clears throat> near the end of his life. So he hasn't met most of the people that he's writing to. They are <clears throat> in Colossae, which is a small city in Asia Minor, what we know as Turkey today, and they're facing criticism for following the way. There's a lot of opposition. There are many theories coming from all sides. It's about AD 60, so that's roughly 30 years after Jesus died. And Paul's main job is to make sure the message of Jesus reaches everybody, not just the Jews. That is his complete mission. So as we know, the hallmark of this letter is thankfulness. Hence the series, Thanks Living. So if we live... Thankfully, that's what it's all about. There's a couple of brilliant commentaries at the back of church. The Bible Speaks Today also tells us of loyalty. If we're loyal to the gospel, this is another theme of the letter to the Colossians. If we're loyal to the gospels, then we can't help but live thankfully. I don't know if any of you were here last Sunday night or watching online when Louise was preaching. She was talking about being us being overflowing with thankfulness. We're filled to the brim, and then we can't help but overflow. <clears throat> Back to the Colossians for a minute. So getting a letter from the legendary Paul was a pretty daunting thing. His past probably still haunted him. So this is the arch enemy of the Christians. Most of them wouldn't have met him, so all of the stories about Paul would precede him. He was also known to be able to hold his own in any argument. So these words scratched onto the papyrus paper would have silenced everybody when the scroll was unraveled and read out. And I wonder if perhaps there was a sense of surprise as this letter was read out, because in this passage, Paul is writing with tenderness and gentleness. Some of his letters are really hammering the message home, but, but here he is being very gentle and full of encouragement in what he says. <clears throat> so today we're going to zoom in on chapter 2, verse 2, being united in love. United in love. But to understand why the passage was not only important for Colossae, but also important for us today, we're going to need that treasure map, our compass, and our gold coins. Okay. I want you woven into a tapestry of love, says the message. <clears throat> I want them to be encouraged and knit together by strong ties of love, says the New Living Version. And our one today 
the NIV, my goal is that they may be encouraged in heart and united in love. So Paul is pouring out his heart beautifully, but Paul, being Paul, just doesn't stop at the aspirational message of unity. Not at all. He explains why it is so crucial. So that they may have the full riches of complete understanding, in order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. So, we have unity in love through a complete understanding of the truth. And this truth is the mystery in Christ. And it's in him that we find all the treasure that we need. I'm just going to say that again in a different way. With a treasure map, X marks the spot. And the treasure is Christ. So we're seeking X and we're seeking Christ. And we follow this map together as a church, which will lead us to Christ. Various commentaries explain what Paul is doing, encouraging the believers to stick together, to be encouraged in heart and united in love. And the centerpiece of that unity is the truth of Christ. Paul is urging one mind as well as one heart. He wants the Christians at Colossae to share the rich knowledge that all the secrets of wisdom and insight are to be found in Christ. So it's setting aside all the voices that chime in and try and distract us from the way. What we need to do is focus on the truth of this amazing God-man, Jesus, that if we agree on... This will unite us in love. Remember, our key is thankfulness, and X marks the spot, so the treasure is Christ. So if the treasure is Jesus, King Jesus, then this is the mystery that Paul refers to three times in this passage. And another translation of the word mystery in this context is actually secret. So we're on a journey to find treasure that is secret treasure. But, and here is the little plot twist, Paul says this treasure is not only something we seek, but is also something that is in us. Okay, put your hand in your pocket or your kit bag, feel those gold coins. Jesus Christ, the hope of glory, is in us. It's something that we seek in unity, united in love as a church, and it's something that is in each one of us as believers. So this dual message is what Paul is trying to tell us. So simply put, we've got our treasure map, we're looking for Christ, but we're also taking Christ with us. So we go on this journey together with encouraged hearts and united in love, and that's how we set off, with thankful hearts, overflowing hearts, united in love. It's almost Bilbo Baggins and the Hobbit on his way to Smaug, the Dryan's Lair. It's almost Frodo and the Ring and the Lord of the Rings, a motley crew united in a common cause, but neither quite works, but, but you get the picture. We're on a journey. 
In another of the prison letters, the letter to the Philippians, also written when Paul was in prison, he says the same thing, but in a different way, and it's just quite helpful to hear this other angle. Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, any comfort from his love, any common sharing in the Spirit, any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, consider others above yourself, not looking to your own interests, but each to the interests of others. And also when I was preparing this, I was hearing echoes of John 15, where Jesus urges his disciples to be united in love. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I've told you this so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. So, let's value each other above ourselves. <clears throat> let's love each other as Jesus has loved us. Let's keep Jesus at the very center of what we do. Let's stick together and stick together in love. So I just got one observation on being woven together in a tapestry of love before I draw all the threads together. Sorry about the metaphor. There are two sides to a piece of tapestry. One which has a beautifully crafted picture on it, and the other is a bit of a snake's wedding, certainly if I've been doing the embroidery. It's a mess of threads and knots and a real mess. But the other side is this beautiful, beautiful picture. So as we are knit together or woven together, there's also this bending, this shaping, this pulling, a twisting, a sense of being formed as we create this picture. So as we are formed as the body of Christ, we're being woven into a tapestry or a garment which tells of God's love and of the secret of his salvation, which sometimes we might reveal as a church as a bit of a whole load of loose ends, and sometimes I pray God that we reflect his face and show this amazing picture of his salvation. Well, in a moment, we're going to commission Tim Geimer to be a street pastor. Shout out to all the street pastors lined up. Um, to be Jesus' hands and feet in our city, just as the city center chaplains are as well. Well, what an amazing job. And honestly, this is Christ in action. And uh, my prayer for you, Tim, or commission you in a minute, is that, that you will be part of this team united in Christ, woven together, knit together, to show this amazing picture of God's love. And that you, all street pastors, will be so overflowing with God's goodness and thankfulness that you can't help but spill it out as you go into the streets. So just to conclude, we've got our treasure map. X marks the spot, and the treasure is Christ. 
We travel together and we keep the truth our focus. We have coins in our pockets and as believers we take Christ with us, inside us, the hope of Christ in us. And lastly, what about the compass, you say? Ha <laughs> not forgotten. So the compass shows us how we are on the right path. And the compass is the compass of thankfulness. Because if we are thankful, if we have thankfulness in our hearts, then we are on the right path. And we don't need to be distracted by all the voices that clamor for our attention. If we find we're not being thankful, we need to perhaps shut down some of these voices and get back to a place of thankfulness. So let's head towards this treasure as our hearts do overflow with thanks. And why don't we all take a moment this week or today just to check our compass, to check that we're on the right path, check our navigation, because I doubt that any of us would want to miss out on the treasure. Amen.